Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome everyone to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle we are playing here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for the evening. Uh, We'll start our introductions today with Shawnee. Hi, I'm Shawnee and I'm playing Guava Vincente, the Asamite Sorceress. And Austin? Hi, I'm Austin. I'm playing uh, Rahab Graber, the Kaitif uh Mennonite nurse. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Catriona, a uh, lawyer for Clan Giovanni. And Katie. Uh hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Mercy Ransom, a Toriador tour guide. And Jervian cannot be with us tonight, but uh we hope they will be able to join us next week. Uh I hope everybody who is joining tonight had a wonderful holiday, whatever you celebrated. Um Good time with family and friends, I hope. So, as celebrating Kwanzaa, we hope you have a wonderful holiday in the future. Yes. Yes. Because that starts today. So, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, and fuck the Supreme Court. And uh, let's get started. So, previously... Rahab started a shift at the East Jefferson General Hospital, and Simon came in pretending to be a patient complaining of shortness of breath. After a few moments, he was seen and given a minor checkup by Rahab. Uh, After a decent enough amount of time that wouldn't appear too suspicious when definitely get him into the morgue, uh, the death was staged. Uh, After calling time of death... Uh, Rahab was allowed to wheel Simon down to the morgue. After a quick conversation with the coroner and his assistant to get them out of the way, Rahab went about locating the drawer containing Sybil. Uh, Stealing her nerves, she uncorked the concoction of vitality after finding said drawer and began pouring it into Sybil's mouth as her eyes snapped open. Sybil instinctively began drinking and backed into the morgue drawer, taking the form of living shadow to become a menacing force. After collecting herself and stepping out uh, and talking to Rahab a bit, uh, the tiny Methuselah was informed that she would be a mortal in a number of hours. Kat called in and FaceTimed with Sybil and Rahab, uh, negotiating that she either leave this city entirely and call off her plans, or she can stick around and die. Um, And Sybil, being ever the negotiator, flew into a blind rage, Uh, at which point Guire and Azra shut down the electricity to the floor, and after some true faith rolls, uh, some amazingly lucky dice rolls, uh, Rahab was able to escape to the first floor, forcing Sybil to retreat to the morgue. Uh, 
to gather her things and to climb up the elevator shaft. Um, after doing so, Rahab and Simon eventually joined Mercy in the waiting hearse outside, and the group made a plan to get to somewhere they can sleep and regroup after the sun sets. Um, Guire, meanwhile, along with Azra, followed Sybil to the top floor, where she thought she would be safe to sleep out the rest of her uh, endeavor into the mortal life again. Um, Guire and Azra stayed completely silent and invisible while she slept, waiting for the last of her kindred self to slip away, leaving the immortal being more than nothing but a regular child. Guire took the opportunity to stab her in the neck and let her bleed out. Sybil's last sentence was, I knew if you you didn't double-cross me, I'd double-cross you. And as she laid there dying, Guire sang, Why does the devil look so sad? The lullaby started, that started and sealed her cryptid status. And we begin with that scene. Guire, you have a small child bled out because she did not ash. She's mortal. Yeah, she won't she won't disintegrate. Um it occurs to you you have about four hours till sunset. Guire sort of inhale, sigh. All right. Just need to wait out until the setting of the sun. Do you think anyone is going to need the top floor? Well, it's probably going to be a while before they're able to get someone up here to check on it. She says, looking over at the door that uh, um, Sybil completely mangled to prevent from opening. So if nothing else, we should be good to rest here until nightfall. Fair enough. Are you okay? As okay as a several hundred year old vampire assassin who just killed a several thousand year old vampire who was a little fucking girl could be. When when we're done here for the night, go get yourself an alcoholic. (laughs) she just sort of casually sits against the wall one knee up the other leg stretched out your little friend was uh, very lucky how you think think I think Sybil was playing with her I think she thought if she threw enough big flashy moves at her she would be fine and not have to worry about something like us but that's just my opinion Mm. I assume 
she was much more powerful than she was even showing. Probably, but uh as dangerous as whatever it is that uh as I'm forgetting character names, as dangerous as whatever it is that Rahab does is I'm fairly certain if Sybil really wanted to, she'd already be dead. You aren't wrong. Sometimes this half state is a fucking mess. We're not connected enough to still really be human, but we're not far enough gone to have no regrets. I think that's what keeps us from slipping fully into being monsters. I know we are. I've seen enough evidence and committed enough crimes to know we are all monsters, all of us. But we're monsters that like to pretend, and we pretend deep enough that we convince ourselves sometimes. Don't every once in a while you think you can feel your heartbeat still? You get that same ringing in your ears that you were when you were younger, when you were mortal. I don't get the physical sensation anymore. It's just, I still feel more than anyone whose heart doesn't beat should. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. We've had a long night. Come rest. All it really makes me want to do right now is stab whoever the fuck caused this, she says, indicating Toothless small child's head in her lap. Even if they are a thousand-year-old fucking sleeping monstrosity. Well, eight. Eight thousand. <laughs> eight thousand year. Yeah. When, uh, I, I I tried to say thousands year old, but I think the S got hidden. Yeah, no, legit, legit. That's fair. Well, when Gehenna comes, hopefully you'll get a second stab at it. <laughs> she sort of closes her eyes and just leans against the wall. At least I walked into this. I knew I was going somewhere dark. I don't... Do you think Sybil even saw it coming? Well... Part of me hopes that with her name she did, but... <laughs> if I had to be completely honest, I don't think she did. I think she was probably selected, groomed, and turned. And maybe the fortune telling was beforehand. Maybe it came about with her change. 
But regardless, she left led a um, terrifying own life. Uh, I'm not saying this didn't need to be done, but the fact that it came to this point. But on the opposite side of the coin, think if she had succeeded. It'd be much worse, yeah. But, like I said, I walked into this shadow. It was this or die, and I wanted to not die. I think I remember something about that. Just a bit, you know. <laughs> but we will nobody love. deserves this. They either choose it or they're forced into it, but no one deserves it. Do you want to bury her? I think I will, yeah. As much as you can here in New Orleans. Returning to the earth is better than just being left to fucking fester, if nothing else. I'm sure Catriona could do a number with her body. I don't think she's going to get that chance. Oh, I'm going to find that fucking body. You can bury it where you want. <laughs> of all the... I don't really care what she does to most bodies, but this one... No. For once, I'd... No. I understand. It's good to see that the... Uh... Sweet, innocent girl that I knew so long ago who ended up being not so innocent um, still shines through every once in a while. The sweet, innocent girl who fought you with swords more than one night in a row? <sighs> I didn't say you were all innocent. <laughs> so two of you slumber uh, I believe that means the two of you, it doesn't classify as a full rest for you unless you're sleeping. No, I don't think we get a willpower back at that point because we basically are forcing ourselves through the day. So, uh, no one will recover a willpower, but everybody will lose a blood point. As the sun sets on New Orleans again, Kent. Yep. You get a phone call from Destiny. Okay. It is just a. It's probably about if cat were a human, this would be coffee break time. Okay. Like the first cup of coffee in the morning time. Got it. Uh, so destiny calls. Uh, and remind me, did we, we, we were crushed out somewhere. We didn't get back or did we get back to uh, the house? 
I think you, I thought you all crashed at a, a motel nearby. That's what I thought. Okay. Cool. Everybody got motel rooms. Yep. So your phone rings. As I'm crawling out from underneath the bed that I slept under. Look at the phone number. Yeah, this is just what I need to start my day. Hello? Cat, hi. Good, good evening, hon. Uh, I'm just <clears throat> doing due diligence, checking up on uh, the uh, operation, as it were. Little Satan is dead. Good. Very... Very dead. And we're 100% sure she's not coming back. As certain as I can possibly be regarding the child of an antediluvian. I'm sorry. A supposed child of an antediluvian, because I know technically they don't exist. But. Yes. As certain as I can be about that. I don't know. Maybe Lysambra finds her finds her ghost in the underworld and says, You're not I'm not done with you yet. And throws her into a new body. I don't know what powers the clan founder has, but yes. She was turned mortal. She was murdered. All is right with the world. Fair enough. Um, do you you guys want to report your uh, success to Sybil or not Sybil? Damn it! You'll <laughs> <laughs> be over soon. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Destiny. Simone. You're referring to your wrong boss. <laughs> <laughs> the your other boss. <laughs> oh, but. To yes. <laughs> uh, um, I think that is probably the plan. We are just getting up as I'm looking around. Everybody else probably just waking up at this point. Um, uh, we have not reconvened with our uh, with with, with Guire or what's her name, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yes, nothing personal. I just don't. No person. You're you're, uh, you're not a new people person. I get it. Look, I have I I have Rolodex and notes in my uh, notes in my phone to remind me of 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 new names. Um, been a little busy to do that, but we haven't heard from them yet. But once we do, I think that will probably be the plan, yes. Fantastic. Um, we are doing our best to uh, handle the small Sabbat incursions and stopping public feedings. And it's a whole clusterfuck. But are you just out of curiosity? Obviously, Sybil is gone. Alexi is gone. I imagine there are some 
still higher ups around. Mm-hmm. Is there any capture interrogation going on? Not yet, but we are looking for some. Um, I believe I need to have a conversation with Simone about whether or not we should take in and question uh, the Crimson Mask and Ma- Madame St. Julian. Or however the hell you say her fucking Creole name. That is fair. Um, I wish you luck in that conversation. Yeah, that's going to be a... That's going to be a lot. So, um, just... I'll be alerted if I need to be anywhere. I would say just stay safe, keep your guns loaded. That is the plan. With, uh, yeah, we will we'll converge and figure out what we're doing next, and we will probably talk to talk to our good prince tonight, sometime early, hopefully. Is there anything I can do for you and your coterie? Oh, I'm sure we have a list, but nothing comes to mind at this particular moment. Fair enough. All right. Stay safe out there. Yes, you too. Click. All right, everybody up. We have to go and make sure the, the the other two weren't caught mid-sleep and murdered in the hospital. Can we just call them? When was the last time Guire responded to a text or phone call in a way that was reassuring at all? There's a first time for everything? Also, we should actually lay eyes on them because... Imagine if a sub if somebody in the spot who still has some level of power just managed to come across them during the daytime and can just text or alter their voice. I don't know what Sabat can do. You know, neither do I, so I guess you're right. Look on alive, people. Come on. Um, do we have a plan on where to meet them? Where to move who? No. Where Not to really. meet them? Meet. Meet. I know it's early in the morning, but no, meet, not eat. That's not what I said. I said, um... I you said move. I'm like, you said they oh. weren't bodies, so I don't, like... I know why we were moving people. Figure of speech, I assume. Um, I mean, that's a good point. There, though, they are in the hospital, but we don't know where. We can't exact. I mean, we can, but considering the state that the hospital was in when we last saw it, maybe just walking in isn't the best idea. So. You think? I suppose we should risk a text. Okay. Who is firing that off? You up? 
send. <laughs> Mercy, just because she's feeling some type of ways, I was going, wakey, wakey, send. Choir, you wake up. And the first thing you notice is you feel heavy. As, as you adjust your eyes to opening, you have been laid upon by your wife. Well, good evening to you, too. That is definitely one way to phrase it. <laughs> She will sit up, pull out her phone. And if I remember correctly, Azra was not in any of the group chats with you, you all. Nope. Nope. The sun should be, the sun should be set. So we might need to get in contact with the rest of the group. As uh, her phone goes off twice. Well, that's probably them. She'll pick it up, open it. You have three new text messages. I see the two from them. What's the third one? The third one is Charlotte. What does it say? Uh... says, thank you for last night. I didn't know that I needed to tell my story again. But thank you for helping me work through it one more time. To that one, she'll send back. Always a pleasure. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm still alive to say that. And send. Uh, and then to the group chat, I'm presuming where the other two sent the uh, sent their text. She'll just say, "Job's done, clearing out now." Where are we meeting? Has anyone find out where Elysium's at? No, but we should meet together before and just head there as a group. Well, work on that. I got to work on clearing out of here. All of us but you are are in one group. So what I mean what I mean is work on finding out where Elysium is while I work on leaving a hospital with a dead body that I can't hide with my powers. If you can at least get it outside, we can deal with it. I got it handled. Just focus on getting everything put together. I'll meet you when you find a, when you find a spot. At the risk of sounding obvious, should we just meet at the hospital? That's my thought. 
I don't know if we want to meet at the place where I just phoned in a bomb threat. Did they know it was you? Yeah, it was my phone number. I said, hey, a bomb went off. Given my list of options at the time, it seemed like the only one. You really? Legally, legally, that's not a bomb threat. That is a false representation of a bomb having gone off. Those are two different things. Is it really that false, though? No, and that's what I'm saying. But still, you wouldn't want to show up to the place that a bomb just went off last night. You reported information. You didn't make a threat. You didn't say you were going to blow the place up. Yes, those are two very different things. For all they know, you could have seen a suspicious package outside and said, hey, there's a bomb. No, I said there was a bomb on the body we brought downstairs. <sighs> there's a knock at the motel door room. No. Gun out, pointing at door. Who is it? Hey, I've been out in the hearse all, all day. I was just wondering if we had plans outside <laughs> of the group chat. We're working on it. Okay. They want to open the door for him. This is Simon. Simon just comes Yeah, inside. I guess. Meanwhile, I'm going to I'm going to text back to Guire. What are you planning to do with it? No disrespect to you and your clan, but I'm going to give her a proper fucking burial. Where? Respect to you and your clan, but I'm not going to tell you that. No, that was me starting a sentence. And then okay, no, okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> that was typing, and then the typing goes away because they deleted the message. Yeah, fair. <laughs> that body should be destroyed. I can do it humanely. Its existence is a risk to the masquerade, to us. If that body is hanging out in this city somewhere, this place becomes a mecca for Sabat. So, like cremation? I can, I can disintegrate the body. It will fall to ash. Or dust, specifically, I believe. Respect again to your clan. That is currently not up for debate. I'm handling this. All right. I'm actually going to side with the necromancer on this one. I'm I am now staying out of it. Um, um respect all... for respect for bodies is is great, and I'm glad that you feel some guilt here. But also, 
respect for bodies might include respect for the fact that this could lead to the death of tens of thousands of people? At the moment, the Sabbat don't even know she's dead. They're definitely not going to find out what I'm doing with her. And how do you know that? <laughs> with all due respect. Can we stop saying with all due respect? This is when all another text comes in. No. With, this is another where, where another text comes in. Says, I would like to state on the record, I have absolutely no respect for this person. Not any of you, but this person or this body. And I'm done. I would just like to point out that the angry Italian vampire is correct in the fact that we don't want this to become a Mecca for Shabbat. I just crossed several religious lines there, and I, but you know what? It is what it is. Also, I, I think it's more, res oh, sorry. I was saying, I respect, Guire, I, was, I respect you. We've been acquaintance, acquaintances for a long time. However, I don't think there's anything wrong with disintegrating the body, and I don't think that's any less respectful to it. I think it might be more respectful because if they, if the Sabbat do something with her body, that will definitely not be respectful. Sabbat are definitely not going to be able to get their hands on this body. That sounds like a statement that will not age well. How, how many days have we been going at this storyteller? How many days have we been going at this point? This is day six as tomorrow is Mardi Gras. Choir, we spent six fucking days and we finally got this thing going towards the end. Why? If you are telling us how it's going to be taken care of, will you at least tell us how it's going to be taken care of? Don't we, don't you owe us that? Or do we not get as not, much? Or I'm just saying, do we not get as much respect as you know a dead Methuselah that was responsible for a Sabbat invasion? I'm just saying. Uh, not texting this. I'm going to look at Cat. Um, question: Do you have any ability to find a body? Why would you ask such a thing? Of course. <laughs> If I, I, I need to, if if I absolutely need to, I can. I text Probably. Back. This is not my first time digging up corpses. But I'm not, I'm not going to horribly push this issue. All right. Um, yeah, I want to know why that, too. Why I'm not pushing the issue? Yeah, why are you not pushing the issue? Um... With all due respect. To be perfectly honest, uh, uh, the person that we are in the uh, that we are currently arguing with is potentially responsible for my safety in regard to a uh, uh, a decades long blood feud that I don't think is over just because my rival ended up on the wrong side of this whole situation. More than fair. I'm not pissing off my bodyguard. 
That is fair. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I just want information. I don't like being, will be fair. I don't like being kept in the dark, so to speak. I made my case. I am staying out of this. If you wish to continue it, feel free. Oh, that's lawyer talk for something. No, it actually is not. <clears throat> if you're going to keep pressing the needle, I'm taking it back to my place for a proper send-off and a burning. There will be nothing left. Okay, see, that's all I wanted to know. Fair's fair. As it turns out, when you're in the middle of the swamp, it's real easy to find stuff that's flammable. That is I've absolutely that. fair. Oh, no, because that's over text, so I just say that. No, I'll, I'll even text it. Um, excuse me a moment, and I'm going to uh, go get ready in because I've been sleeping underneath a bed yeah. for the night. I need I, I I need to spruce up a bit. I am going to go into the bathroom, uh, and I'm going to call Walter. Okay, and I'm going to tell Walter that um, uh, Guire's in is likely still in the hospital. I need you to trace them, and when they when they burn this body, I need you to gather those ashes and bring them to me. <clears throat> I can do that. Anything else you need me to do, boss? That would be it. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm sorry. I play a horrible, horrible person. I understand this fact. Because <laughs> either that or try to track your phone, but then you told me where you were going, so. Unfortunately, a good burning is one where you where you keep the ashes to dispose of. I mean, yeah. Walter can track you a long way. Oh, yeah. He will give you a small salute and then vaporize into nothing. Nope. So yeah, he's in the bathroom doing all this while you guys catch the rest out. Guire Azra looks at you, looks at her phone. We can uh Probably see about starting to move her. Yeah, we're just gonna have to be careful about this one. Unless you've got, I mean, obviously you probably do, but if you've got more tricks of our trade than I do, you might be able to hide her, but my level of obfuscate can't hide a body. She may or may not have enough obfuscate to actually hide this body. Uh, she has five points, so. Uh, Which, Cloak the Gathering, depending on how you read it, might do the job. Yeah.
Yeah. So she will pick up the uh, small child and she'll just sort of do the, the, the little kid carry. Yep. But on one arm under butt, child on hips, head on shoulder, in case for any reason it does not work. It just appears that she's sleeping. She mm. says that she wraps a uh, scarf around her neck. All right, let's move. And she goes invisible. Squire will do the same and follow after. There is a small bit of hesitation where you see her contemplate outside, or you you, you feel it more than anything. But there's that just this: which way is she going? You aren't hearing footsteps go in any direction. And then the door opens to the outside. Mm-hmm. She. It's very difficult because you can't see her, but from let me do her roll real quick. What to get to do? That uh, carrying a body. Just a moment. Sorry about that. Uh, So you hear a decently loud thud as from one of the lower levels as Azra almost uh, went over the side with her and the small child. Fire will just climb down. Go ahead and give me a dex and athletics difficulty. We'll go eight. Uh, no, seven. I gave her eight because she had small child and hmm. no, seven. And we'll spend a willpower on this. Uh, two successes, even through all those ones. Yeah. Jeez, it was all it was literally either successes or ones. There was nothing in between. That's uh pretty gross. But uh, the two of you manage your way down. It takes you about five, ten minutes picking spots that would not be too noticeable. Um actually, would that be three successes with my unnatural grace specialty for dexterity? Yes. Sweet. Yes, because you got a ten. But eventually, after your maneuvering and your parkour all the way down the side of the hospital, you make your way to the to street level. <clears throat> all right, we came here separately, so you think you can keep that disguise up while we ride a motorcycle? I can do my best. All right. Well, 
Have fun. And she will climb under my motorcycle. Do we know where we're headed? Oh, I know where I'm headed. Okay, then. So you speed off into the night. The rest of the group, where are you guys going? What is happening? I could um, come out of the bathroom looking put together. All right, so they... The Asamite duo are going back to Guire's place, and then we'll come back. That will take them a little while. Is my place is a, is a better place to convalesce before here, and we can figure out where Elysium is being held in the meantime. That works for me. Anybody need a ride? Yes. Simon, I... Okay. Yeah, I left my scooter at home figuring we would be. Well, I got a front seat or a back seat. It's up to you. Back seat's a little snug. Seat's fine. Uh, Rahab's tiny. <laughs> it would really work. Uh, Rahab will um, send some texts to Anya to make sure she's okay. Uh, there's a few minutes of nothing, and then you get a bunch of pictures of um, a small stack of textbooks. And I believe. You took her back to your place, right? That's, yeah. Okay. So there's a small stack of textbooks, um, and your TV is on. But um, she says, I found a local night library run by people like us and uh, been able to catch up on a couple of books that I missed over the past few years. I'll text back. Uh, glad to hear it. I'll probably be busy all night. Um, there's blood in the fridge, and the keys to the scooter are <laughs> by the entrance if you need to go anywhere. You don't need a license to drive a moped, so you should be fine. Okay. Thank you very much. Please stay safe out there. I know things are crazy. Wait a minute. Text back. I mean... Safe isn't exactly the goal, but I'll do what I can. You will get back LOL question mark. And no further response. All right. So as the as the hearse crew piles into the hearse, where is Mercy headed? Uh, headed to Cat's, headed Cat's place. Okay. Fantastic. Um, both drives are rather uneventful. 
on the way there, I'm going to, I will text Destiny and find out where Elysium is. Night. You will get a text back. Um, the Lake Pontchartrain Hotel. Thumbs up emoji. As you, it will, yeah, yeah. Um, the hearse crew will arrive first. Um, not only does Guire have to scale a building, she also has an hour drive. Yeah. Out into the bayou. So, Kat, the first thing you notice is that as you pull up, all of the lights in your house are on. Pull out my gun, make sure that it's make sure sure that that turn the safety off, make sure there's a bullet in the chamber. Ready to go. Yep. Do you have anything look over at, at at the others? You all have anything that you might need to fight something off? That don't involve panicking every undead creature around you. I've got a gun in the glove department. That's perfect. The glove department? That too. Um, Violence really isn't my thing. If something is trying to kill you, what do you do? That doesn't panic every undead in the immediate vicinity. No, that's pretty much it. Rahab's a one-trick pony, but she. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, I am entirely, uh, I am entirely alive by the grace of God at this point. There is no other explanation. Um, if there was ever, ever a clearer sign. That God hates me. I don't know what it is. I'm, All right. Well, the person just holds up the gun. like, I'm alive because of this. I am going to hold out the gun to Rahab. If it's a vampire, it won't kill them. I've never actually touched one of these before. I feel like it might be a bigger name. I put my hand forward so you're touching it. There, that's out of the way. Now grab hold. I can at least freeze one in place. Oh. Um, I might have techniques that terrify things away from me that don't involve just you know the defense. There you go. Perfect. Just use blood force trauma if you don't want to shoot it. Come on. I'm going to look down at myself and my spindly arms and look back up. I step forward. I, I, I put the safety back on, but I step forward and I just shove the gun like in your waistband and I pull out my scalpel. There, we're all armed. I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> There's nowhere for me to put that shit. <laughs> I take your hand, I just go boom and and rely on the natural instinct of people to 
close their hands on things that have been put in them. <sighs> don't use don't use it if you don't want to. It will make me feel better if you have it with you. <sighs> okay. There. Now we're all armed. And I walk up to the front door. Okay. Open it up. As you open the door, um, I imagine <clears throat> outward. Um, there's just this blast of cold air that hits all of you, and all of the lights go out. <sighs> Robin, I swear. Assuming this is you. I will step inside. Hello? Have you activated? I have not yet. No. Robin, if this is you, we've been over this already. I'm working on it. I had to make sure that your house was still standing before I started getting people out of it. The microwave dings. I hate bitchy ghosts. Um, we're fine. Come in, come in. Is this the same one that you threatened to put into a vase earlier? Yes. Yes, this is the same one. She doesn't like that the original, you remember Alex, right? Yeah. Body we found in the grave. She doesn't like that Alex is here. And I thought the afterlife always sounded kind of boring. Oh, no, it's anything but. I will go to turn the lights on, see if they will turn on. Yep. Okay. We're good. Tell you what, you guys get comfortable. I am going to go have a conversation with the entity I cohabitate with currently. Now that we can take a breath, see what we can do. There's places for you guys to sit. Cat's yep. house is very well furnished. Heading up into my workroom. Okay. I will activate uh, whatever it's called. Ghosty power. Um, Presence of death. Grave. Uh, Witness of death. Yeah. Uh, Perception awareness. Oh, that's right. I have all my abilities here already. Um, Oh, fuck off. Oof. Can I try again at a higher diff? 
yeah, up the diff by one. Okay. There we go. Been a stressful day and night. And you're you're still kind of all right. Not necessarily shaking, but like shaken um, from everything from yesterday. Right. Second, you okay that didn't work. You shake your head and one more time, and your eyes glaze over. And um, the familiar visage of Robin is sitting on one of your um, work tables. I understand. It wasn't me this time. Who? Alex left. Oh, good. He left on his own. Who did that? I assume you did something. You haven't seen anybody else around? No random spirits popping in? Well, there was one passerby. What did... Yeah, I think she's going to put it this way. What did she look like? Uh, wasn't a she, it was a he. Okay. Spirit. Not a undead like yourself. Right. Very tall, very lanky man. Sort of wide-brimmed hat. Long black outfit. Not entirely sure what was going on with him, but he did snoop around for a hot minute and then leave. Does that ring any bells for me? Uh, roll me. This is for family stuff. You know what? Roll me um, intelligence and politics difficulty seven. Okay. I do have that. Good. Um... Uh, int Paul difficulty seven, yes. Nope, doesn't sixes. It's it's like it's it sounds familiar, mm -hmm. it sounds like you should know where that is from or what that is. But it's just not clicking with you, whether it's the the past six days are catching up with you or you right whatnot. And this was before this was not whatever turned on all the lights in the house. No, that was uh that was earlier today. And they just turned on by themselves. No. No one um, no, that was Alex running through every room trying to find a way out. Oh. He just uh, happened to open the door right in time. Well, good for him. I'm glad that I'm glad that that got worked out. Um, and you didn't turn off the lights when we when I opened the door. No, that would be him. 
That was him again. Okay. His presence had everything going and then lost it. Right. When he left. Okay. All sounds good. Otherwise, your home's been completely unaccosted. I appreciate that we are appropriately reorienting from your home to my home. Very well. Thank you. And I'm, I, I, I will head down. I give you the room and then I will head down. Okay. Meanwhile, Guire. Yep. You and Azra, after some time, arrive at your Bayou Shack. There is not a little uh, wooden figurine on the doorstep this time. Mm-hmm. But uh, Azra just walks up to the uh, the porch and lays Sybil down. So what exactly are you planning to do? Well, Wire says as she pushes the door open and starts to gather a few things. She's from Delphi. Delphi has historically been Athenian, uh, which means cremation is going to be probably traditional uh, method of burial. And she comes she comes back out with several sticks of incense, one in her mouth, almost like a cigarette. Uh, do, uh, you wouldn't happen to be able to see ghosts, would you? If they have an aura, yes. It's just some cat said at one point that stuck in my head the text chat sort of put me in mind of she said once never assume you're not being watched by a Giovanni all right so she her eyes kind of shimmer she starts looking around. And you see the way the eyes of a trained hunter just tack onto something. You have at least three here. Oh, three fucking ghosts. Probably being watched by multiple Giovannis. All right. Or, <laughs> sweetheart, you live in the bayou. Mm, fair enough. You what are also you, a professional you, killer. I am also a professional killer. Yes. Uh, can you can you tell who and what they are? Simply ghosts. All mm. right. Well, keep an eye on them if they try and get too close. I don't know if you can do anything about them, but I'd appreciate it. I will attempt if anyone attempts to get froggy. Sounds good to me. And she'll set up the pyre with incense and everything else to help with it. Okay. How far away from the Bayou Shack is this happening? 
Probably just like safe fire distance away. Okay. Like backyard, like backyard bonfire distance, roughly. Like. So, as the clouds clear and you get a fantastic view of the moon, you construct this pyre to place Sybil upon or into, however you wish to design it. Um, uh, she's probably like into uh, because again, you want to try and preserve the ashes for dispersal. And you lay out your incense and your charms and you get whatever ritual you decide to do or that Guire has decided to do ready as you're just sort of reaches in her pocket and pulls out a book of matches. Thank you very much. She says as she sort of reaches out a hand to grab the matches. Ah, now the fun part. She says as she gets ready to strike a flame as a vampire. Yeah, let me go. Let me just sidle on over to these uh, Rush Shrek rules. My courage is five, which is usually like that's what you kind of need to be handling flames. Yeah. Okay. So I will need courage roll from you once you get this lit. Not the match. But the bonfire, uh, yeah. The bonfire. Uh I need a courage roll difficulty six. Is courage five basically enough to be like, I can handle a match? <laughs> yeah. So light the match, light the bond, but a bigger, but a big bonfire or something much bigger. <laughs> so five dice. Dick courage diff six. There's a, it's not a botch, but there's just like literally. A success and a bunch of ones. Fire bad. Um, it takes everything in you, and <clears throat> as wow, a, my rolls today. <laughs> yeah, they've been it's very all successes. I literally the only two rolls that I have made have either all been successes or ones. So, you go to turn almost instinctively and you just feel this pressure on your shoulder and then this pressure on your entire body as Azra just grabs you and forces you into her side <sighs> thank you she just sort of she'll look at you smile and then sit down on the ground and watch in silence Of all the things that I did not expect to experience in my own life, this is, I mean, this is, I don't know where the top of the list is, but it's damn well near it. Children are never supposed to appear on the list. 
I get it. It's hard. <sighs> I never liked kids when I was alive. I guess something about him was just a a sign of what the world outside wanted to do to me. I was marriage stock as far as my family was concerned. Well, you're not the only one who has had those sort of lives. That's everyone has sort of had that. Um, not to great severity, but in Sybil's time, she would have been went off early. And yes, it's I guess not every not everyone can stab uh pushy suitors in the neck. No, no, that that's not everyone can do. I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have run into all this if I had. If I hadn't. And just think about it. If if you'd not stab some asshole in the neck, you wouldn't be a, a saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is a point. Well. I hope as shit as her own life was, she can at least find some kind of rest here. I wonder if she was forgiven. If you were to listen to Rahab, we all are. Even us monsters. She might know a good bit more than me now. Hmm. It's been a long time since I've cracked the Quran. All that, all that talk of things beyond is a little beyond me. <sighs> I just try and do the best I can in the moment. Which is weird to hear, you know, coming from the hired assassin. Azra reaches up and pulls you to the ground. You might need to start trusting other people besides me. <laughs> I'll do that when someone other than you's earned my trust, which, to be fair, Charlotte's gone a long way towards. I wonder why. <laughs> Guire and Azra are enjoying a nice um, child pyre side chat. Nice is an adjective that you definitely applied there. That that is that is an adjective that can be applied. Those are words in a in a row that make a sentence. Uh, as for the rest of you sitting at Cat's house, Cat comes back down after a few minutes of being upstairs in her office space. And uh, as she gets to the bottom of the stairs, her 
her phone text alert noise goes off. Check that. Uh, you have a message from Destiny. Um, just reaffirming when Elysium is tonight and uh, giving you a special update that um, it has been discussed that both Elena's will be here tonight. So do with that information as you will. Okay. I will. So we are good to go for Elysium just as a heads up, Mercy. Both mm -hmm. of our Elena's are going to be there. I don't know if that means Simone will be making some proclamations or what. Or maybe they're just going to be there. Just letting you know so that we are prepared for that. You think I'm going to fly off the handle, don't you? I absolutely do. Are you saying that's not a chance? There's no chance that's going to happen? Depends on the door that opens. Front one. The front door. <laughs> so as soon as... Uh, as soon as... Guire and and uh, the other one get back here. We can head over there, and I will go ahead and send a text to Guire. We have Elysium location. Meet at our meet at my place. Sooner better than later? Question mark. Uh, response. I'll just come back. We'll head out once we're done here. Proximate ETA. Fire burns at its own pace. Fair enough. So what does the group do while waiting for Guire? Hmm. Uh, yesterday was Sunday, right? Because Marty Girl's on a Tuesday. Yes. yes. Um, Rahab's going to catch up on the sermon she missed yesterday by, you know, being part of in a plot to try to murder a small child. <laughs> That's so fair. she's going to go stream that or stream the replay of it, you know, what you, whatever you do. All right. Uh, technology has come a long way for you guys. <laughs> so you, it's pretty easy. You have, you know, you visit weekly, so you're able to find that no problem plugging your headphones and just listen to the sermon. Um, it is a lesson about forgiveness. Um, not 
just in others, but in oneself for the um, misdeeds you may have done to others. Because self-hatred is a disease and it eats from the inside. And being able to admit that you made a mistake and forgive yourself for making the mistake is one of the only true ways to move forward from stuff. And there's some Bible verses and, you know, there are a few hymnals sung, a couple testimonials given. And all in all, it's a pretty good service. Mercy, what would you be doing in your probably hour to two hours to kill while Guire watches a fire burn down? Um, honestly, the only thing that comes to my head is since she received news that her older sister will be there basically laying out pros and cons in her head of how to go about the situation and fantasizing about various ways to eviscerate her. It's one of her favorite pastimes. Fair enough. Fair enough. And there's, uh, there's a good bit of like, yeah, I could always just like, stake her from the back and leave her for the sun. No, that's not good enough for her. She needs to suffer. Like, so just, just a lot. Mercy is very creative. Cat, is there anything special that you would be doing in the time? Um, My house's ghost situation is, is is worked out. Um, hmm. No, I think for once she's gonna be taking it easy for a couple hours. No, no downtime. Right, right. So, she'll actually probably just spend the spend a couple hours relaxing by like finally opening up like her work laptop and like working on some actual actual like mundane right job stuff. You, you close your you close your laptop for five days and you come back to over a hundred emails because bullshit. Yep. And you you answer a few. Um, you generally handle financial cases, correct? Like that's that was uh, like mostly. Or, or was she a defense lawyer? Remember, I think. Well, she's she is essentially a, a a lawyer for the family, representing in various various cases that might come up. She probably doesn't have a lot that she has to worry about, having just come down here in terms of like criminal activity. Mm -hmm. But like uh, defending that way, but yeah, like representing in 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 legal disputes and uh, things like that for the mortal side of of the Giovanni. You are the, the Giovanni um, family's legal representation. 
I, I am one of many. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just 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 handling that kind of stuff, whether it's like yeah, business interests above board or below board, um, uh, serving as representation should somebody need. A there are a few cases that catch your eye. Uh, as something that you could do once this whole thing ca sort of calms down. Mm -hmm. You go back to living your normal, with quotation marks, unlife. Right. Um, there is one that seems one of the mortal members of your family was uh, caught attempting to steal a car. Um, Idiot. There is a small dispute about the legality of um, some product that was being shipped in some of the trucks owned by your family. Okay. Um, and one of the mortal members of your family is currently up for investigation of murder. Ah, good. Nice, simple, mundane, regular stuff that does not involve thousand-year-old individuals. Right, right. Fuck this shit. This is easy. <sighs> Yes, man. People, people are part of a generations-old crime family of vampires, and they just think they can get away with murder. I mean, mur look, murder is fine. Don't be stupid when you're murdering. Right. That's probably what happened here. That that just sounds like the general law of Italy. Like to be honest, like, so they think they can get away with murder, and they're right. Right. <laughs> No, this is, they thought they could get away with murder by doing that? Like, come on, guys. That, that, that's why this is a simple stuff, because like, okay, nope, I'm just sending off, like, recommendations to, to whoever their current counsel is on how to how to handle that particular situation and that kind of thing. Yeah, you get some yep. everyday average Joe work done. Yep. And and it definitely feels like a stress relief because this is uh, something I can shut my brain off for and just work. Perfect. Guire, eventually the fire does finish burning. And the only thing that is left is a very, very charred skeleton. When the... Uh, when the... When it's died down to embers... Uh, the uh, the ashes she'll sort of like scoop into a bag that she's had prepared for it um, and the bones she'll sort of collect into a separate one <sighs> need to powderize these so that I can dispose of both of these well then I believe your friends are waiting for us Yep, deal with that another time. Uh, he will very specifically um, step inside. Where's that ghost at? You have uh, the ghosts. You have one on the. She points to the opposite side of the pyre from you. There is one in your home, and one has been walking the perimeter for probably the past 35 minutes. Don't suppose you could do something to kick the one that's in the house out of it? 
Not particularly. All right, well. <laughs> As you're going, go on, get. Fucking. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well. Deal with this nonsense. Uh, she heads inside and does her best to quickly and uh, surreptitiously secrete both of the bags in some of the compartments that she has around her house and lock them and then put her ward on it. Which probably won't do anything to ghosts, but if someone alive tries to open that. True. Or someone with a physical body, I should say, because vampires aren't technically alive. That is also correct. So you get her stashed away in a sufficient enough manner. And you start heading to Cats. Yep. Your drive is uneventful. Um, and it sort of startle, startles most of you when you hear the knock at the back door. Pull out knife, pull scalpel, sit up, set the laptop aside, walk over to the back door. Council. It is Guire and Ezra. The door. Come in. Guire sort of leans to the side as she steps in. <sighs> All right. Where are we heading for Elysium? Uh, the something something hotel. Lake Pontchartrain. Lake Pontchartrain Hotel. Thank you. All right. Uh, at least two of Sybil's underlings will be there in the Elena's. Oh, well, that, that'll be fun. <laughs> I haven't heard any word of are there any other are even alive at this point besides Destiny? Uh, there's probably at least two that I can name. There's Destiny, Elena, Elena. Uh, and I for, I am personally forgetting their names, but Guire would not have, but the two lieutenants that one of them we interrogated and got to work with us on that, and the other one's still very much loyal. Um, the the two who did the initial murder that started all of this. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, Irene uh, and Marquez. Yeah, Irene, Irene, and Marquez. Irene, Irene and Marquez. Yes, but those two weren't. I mean, they wouldn't have exactly been welcome in Elysium. No. Before, like, I, I, I I'm yeah, more the the Camarilla Camarilla defector sides, or yeah. Camarilla and Camarilla associated. In my Elena's case. <coughs> I don't know. This will be exciting one way or the other. Remember, we cannot we we cannot do anything to them in Elysium. I thought that's directed at me. 
It absolutely is. You don't trust me, Kat? I'm always amused. I'm always amused how that rule can either extend to anywhere near Elysium or literally directly outside their doors, depending on what kind of mood the uh, person in charge is in and how you relate to them. Oh yes, no, it is a tool that it, it is a tool that your organization, uh, not, not your my organization, organization either. Don't not forget your organization. Others organizations here uses to keep your populace under control and under constant threat of being destroyed by your higher-ups at any given moment. I respect its efficiency. Um, but yes, no, that is absolutely directed towards you. And me to remind myself, to be frank. Shall we? <sighs> we wouldn't want to miss their destruction. Now that I'll drink too. Or if not destruction, um, whatever happens. Who knows? Maybe it'll blow up Elysium. That could be a thing too. <laughs> That's a statement that you just gave to someone as we are heading to the place. Yes. I thought you were a lawyer. <laughs> I'd rather see... I didn't say we'll blow up Elysium. I said they will blow up Elysium. Maybe. Yes, but... I figure a lawyer would know better about choosing your words to not give the wrong effect, but okay. Oh, there are many things that I am... The power of words is very, very strong. Me making a random joke is not one of them. It was, it was most, it mostly a joke as well. Yes, I understand. And I'm if Elysium blows up, just, uh, well, I've officially, I've officially bled the, I've officially stabbed this, this joke. If, if, <laughs> if Elysium. Just remember to stay as far away from the blast and you'll be fine. If Let's my trick goes down with a blast before I can get to her, I'll be very pissed. Oh, don't worry. I don't think much. I don't, I don't think an explosion, unless the fiery explosion won't result in her final death. No, that's going to come from me. That might be something that you want to talk to the prince about. I intend to. <laughs> All right. And yeah, we're we're we are on our way there. Okay. I assume. <clears throat> you all make your way to the Lake Pontchartrain Hotel. You find your parking spots. Uh, you both have to park in separate places. Um. And Elysium is fairly busy tonight. There's a lot of people here. There's one rather large, sorry, uh, big band style um, music ensemble playing. Um, something you'd see out of the 30s or 40s. Just absolutely crushing it. And uh, people are sort of flitting about um 
Rahab, uh, a good thing for you to note is that a lot of the like just blatant debauchery that you've seen uh, on the regular is toned down a lot here. Oh, that's nice. It's a uh, public hotel that could be used by the kind at any point in time in the night. Got to keep up appearances. Can't can't stain the entire thing in blood. So I will first start asking by I first start by asking who is everybody looking for? Uh I'm just as we're as we're heading in, I am straight shotting towards wherever we could we we could find Simone so we can talk. I am I am scanning the room for the problem children. But otherwise, uh, Glyra's keeping an eye out for Charlotte uh, while they're heading towards Simone. I want to find as much as I would love to find my sister first. And keep do the same thing as Kat and keep an eye out for the Elena's mm-hmm. while looking for Simone because I <clears> want to at least. Okay. Go do this destruction thing properly. Both of you give me perception alertness, difficulty six. Rahab, are you looking for anyone in particular, or are you just also joining in this hunt for Simone? Is that a both or an all three of you? Uh, all three of you. All right. Perception and alertness, difficulty what? Six. Basically. Okay. So five for gotcha. me. Blurp. Wow, what is with my dice today? Wow. Not a botch. No, Why are you like all or nothing? Apparently. Okay. So, Guire, you can't seem to make... Uh, well, before that, Rahab, was there anybody in particular that you were looking for, or you just assisted? No, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here to get us where we're going. Okay. Um, so, then, Guire... Um, Despite your best efforts, you just can't seem to find Charlotte tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep thinking you might be glimpsing her out of the corner of your eye um, as you're walking through, but every time you look, that flash of red hair is gone. Well, if I'm off my game, she'll find me. Uh, Mercy, you mm-hmm. spot Elena at currently sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. talking to a number of individuals who are uh, ensconced around her. Cat, uh, you also spot Elena. Okay. Um, your Elena can be seen. Uh, she is, as always, accompanied by her two bodyguards. Um, this, this being, at this time, two Giovanni bodyguards. Um, Umar is nowhere in sight. Um, but she is currently just sitting alone, enjoying a goblet of blood. Just sort of looking around. Okay. Interesting. Fair enough. There is 
it takes a bit for the the five of you to find uh, an adequate space to talk with Simone, but eventually um, you are all approached by Charlotte. There she is. Hi, everyone. Um, just wanted to let you know uh, Simone is willing to meet you on the third floor. Um, she already has a room. So, and she starts handing out keys. Well, she only gives one to Kat. Um, she knew that you guys would be here. Destiny sort of gave her the heads up. And she wants to know exactly what down on um, Project Nightfall. Thank you. We will be straight there. Do you like the name? It's not bad. Solid, actually. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I will be around if anyone needs me. I, since Alexander is recently deceased, I need to um, fill in for him. So, duty calls. And she will flit away. We should ask about that, Guire says, as, as she leaves. As a reminder to the players, um, the ruse is that Alexander is dead. Yeah. Yeah, no, so she, she, like, she, Guire's like, we should ask about that, as in, we should ask Simone if it's safe for him to come out now. Fair enough. Because Simone was in on said ruse, because she gave us, she gave him to us for it. Basically. So, Going up to the third floor, you guys get in the elevator. There's that claustrophobic feeling and that anxiousness starts to sink into your bones. As you walk towards the room door and unlock it with your key, um, there is one queen-size bed, and Simone is currently sitting on it. Um, in 17 pieces. <laughs> yeah. Uh she is she has one knee pulled up to her chest and one leg out and is currently sketching something um the main features of the room that stand out as soon as you guys enter is um the fact that this looks more like a panic room than it does an actual hotel room uh the main feature being the map of new orleans directly on the ceiling with red thread and uh, thumbtacks. Nice. Um, there's also a bevy of books and um, small maps, uh, pieces of just discarded scratch paper, uh, letters. There are three phones all randomly going off at, inter at different intervals with either a text tone or just vibrating. And she... Sets her, sets her sketchbook down and rubs her eyes. Welcome. Hello. Oh, this looks like a war room. This is exactly what you see. This is where I have been since... <sighs> when did I last sleep? Not recently enough, I take it. A few days ago, it's fine. Everything is fine. I'll make sure the door is shut. Good news, the bitch is dead. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. So we don't have anything to worry from the Sabots then? Well, their forces are still here, but at least on their leadership. And yes, their leadership has been decapitated. He's that person in their leadership. I don't mean... The two be... that we know of. Yes. I don't, yes, exactly. The two that we know of. Like, I am not... I'm not trying to throw a damper on this and, and not suggest that the majority of our problems are probably resolved, but we also don't know exactly how who else might be in this city because I am certain that Sybil and Alexia, and probably even just Sybil herself, didn't tell any of the double agents that we got all of our information from about what higher-ups might be in the city. So it's still something to be on alert about. I don't think your gathering is under any threat anymore. They are dead. The artifact that was going to cause the big problem is out of the city. All of the major elements are resolved. It's just a matter of there's still Sabat presence in the city to be worked out. So now you only have to worry about the highest of the highest up within your sect showing up and dealing with all of that. That and we have to deal with cutting out the cancer. I recognize that I cannot continue to have Elena sit as my primogen. That would be very true. Yeah. And anybody who wants to can give me a wits and empathy difficulty seven. Yeah, I know where this might be going. Um, difficulty seven? Mm-hmm. So empathy and what? Wits. Wits and empathy. Wits. There's a normal role for once. Okay. Nice. Something's off about her. You don't know if it's the sleep or or lack thereof or what, but she just seems frazzled. Um, Mercy, Guire, um, the two of you know that she has a very deep connection with Elena as friends. Um, you don't know if it's being exacerbated by all of the stress and all of the um, sleepless nights, but she, or sleepless days, She's not looking her best. She doesn't look like somebody who's ready to, you know, crush down the Sabbat at a moment's notice like you've seen in the past. Rahab, she's... She's beyond upset. 
She's distraught. And uh, you can tell that she's been thinking about this for a minute. And if Sybil wasn't enough to keep her awake for however long, it's probably been her agonizing over this decision. I believe we also have to deal with uh, Saint Morgan, Madame Morgan, Saint Julian. If nothing else, her gross negligence put the skills of an incredibly powerful assassin in the hands of the Sabbat. Perhaps at this time to revoke her status too. Until she can prove that she is trustworthy again. As I slip into Azra's accent again. <clears throat> well, I'd argue that there's another Tremere who has proven to be more significantly trustworthy, if a little bit slow in the head, but perhaps that's better in the subordinate. You're about to give me an answer that they really don't like, aren't you? Yeah. Joking. I'm only half joking. I'm going to be completely joking. honest. You have that got... Oh, my God. No. Alexander Ward has actively done more to help than Morgan has in this situation. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Out of game, uh, because that idea was the a level of crazy that is beyond me. Alexander is exactly who I think he is, right? I'm not yeah. missing something. You are, yeah, the you're... previous Keeper of Elysium, who was the uh, spy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rahab is going to look at Guayar like she just sprouted three heads. That is potentially the worst answer that I could have possibly come up with. Actually. And that's saying something. He's dumb enough that literally everyone knew what was going on the instant anyone looked at it. Terrible enough to try to do more horrible things. My prince, I understand that I am outside of the the the, the guidelines of your sect, and I do not know a lot of the political intricacies. That said. Do you need to have a Tremere Primogen? Because if you simply revoke the current Primogen's Primogen status and don't assign a new one, the situation within the Tremere could just resolve itself as they try to find someone who will actually be loyal to you and put them in at the head of the clan. Conceivable. I don't, again, I don't understand how any of this works necessarily. I'm just thinking in a, in a general standpoint. I like this idea. Actually, let's, uh, let's do what we can to light a fire in Although, in all, in all seriousness, I'm probably up to you whether or not it's safe enough for uh, Alexander to 
not be dead anymore? One more night. Eh, fair enough. He's a little annoying. Just because I'm not familiar with crime and punishment and justice, what happens when Alexander's not dead anymore? Well, he will have his title revoked. He will have very limited uh, access to me. And um, he will be put on watch by destiny. This issue may seem slightly below the regular things you deal with. He wouldn't by chance happen to have any be removed from... Would he be have all access removed from his... Oh, what's the word for it? Childer? <clears throat> uh, no, Alexander Ward is not the one that you ha that has the childer you're talking about. That's that's the collector. That's the collector. That's the dead. That's the dead. That's that. That one's dead. Okay. That Sorry. was a dead Malkavian. I, I had the two conflated. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, well, because we because we dealt with them in the same at about the same time. Okay, yeah. it was the same time. Sorry. It's been several sessions ago. My brain is yeah. not working. Yeah, they well. were they were they were roughly like coinciding yeah. as far as dealing with different okay. asshole. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. So there is there is one level worse of a person she could have been. Still a terrible choice. Yeah. No, Alexander is more an idiot than like outright malicious. Oh yeah, because we don't have that's that's as generous as you could possibly be. <laughs> Siding with the Sabbat is malicious by nature. I, I, I don't think there's a way around it. Regardless. Back in the understanding. Okay. Okay. So he'll still be a fool. He'll just be a fool whose mistakes can't negatively impact everyone around him. And is no longer protected by his status. What he does with that will be up to him. He may not even want to want to reveal himself, but uh, probably good enough to give the signal then after tomorrow. Yes. Go ahead and let him know that he is welcome back, but on sin ice. Mm -hmm. That being said, it does leave three positions in our hierarchy open. And that being said, um, I made my decision. Do you feel like sharing, my friends? Mercy, Delilah, whatever you wish to be known by now. Mercy. Mercy. She will hold out her, her wrist. I'm missing something. She will, she will gesture to it. Drink. Excuse me? You're oh, about to become a primogen, dear. Drink. Okay. 
Yeah, she does. So you sink your fangs into her wrist and her vitae is red hot. It is... It burns a lot. Um, But not in a way that is... It is weird. It is fire and brimstone going down, but there is no pain. And you're still feeling that bit of euphoria from getting the blood. The strongest of whiskeys. Also ecstasy. And uh, after a moment, you will just feel a light pressure on your forehead as she just pops you off of her, her wrist. She will lick her wrist closed. Now, you cannot take the position until Elena is thrown from her pedestal. That will be tonight. Oh, may I ask, is that going to happen? She stands up. Brushes herself off. I have an announcement to make. Not to the five of you, of course. To everybody waiting out there. That being said, is there anything else that needs to be discussed? There is still the issue of Bailabog. Yes, we don't. He's probably still weakening, but he's still ancient and dangerous, even in a weakened state. Assuming he's still in the city and hasn't. Without without anyone holding his leash, he may have tried to fly his way all the way back to his home so he can actually sleep. I hear an oceanic walk is fun. (laughs) More power to him. But and, we should uh, confirm that at the very least. <laughs> Not just assume, oh yeah, no, the fourth generation monster is he's probably left. It's okay. Uh, uh, it's okay. How how would we even go about checking that? Well, if anyone else disappears as a sign of him feeding, that'll be an obvious one, but like we just uh, put up wanted posters or like how it, does probably recruit most of the Malkavians and anyone else with a keen eye for Auspex and see if they can find his aura anywhere. He's not hard to spot. I will have Destiny assemble a search crew. It should be easy enough. Especially without a, especially without a Methuselah La Sombra hiding him now. How was the operation? Easy enough. I'm surprised you're still alive. Uh, Guire says, looking over at Rahab. Easy enough by which we mean uh, the hospital was trash. Oh, yes. That's that's going to be an interesting cleanup, but... I think we already got told Destiny about that, though. Yes. I just drove the getaway car. I have no idea. But she I is dead from across the street. She's dead and nobody died, which is impressive considering Rahab was directly in her sights for a minute. 
I know what you meant by that, but he's dead and nobody died. <laughs> In the same sentence, yes. A great sentence, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, she was already dead. So that statement is still technically factually correct. She got deader. <laughs> she got even more dead. The point was made. The details are. She is deadest. The most dead. <laughs> uh, well, and we'll get a few people on that. I can, I can have them spin some sort of story. What was uh, told to hospital officials? Uh, mm-hmm. A bomb on the body. Is that to be longer is there? Well, to be fair, the uh, the morgue thing she was in did explode outwards. It was not a bomb, but um, turns out if you make uh, what's that called a Methuselah really, really angry, um, they're really strong. She just sort of. Okay. I no longer feel like the dumbest person in the room. I literally have a trait that makes me uh, unknowledgeable about vampire stuff. Fantastic. She she just sort of blinks at you a few times. Uh, to give her credit, she she managed to avoid being murdered by a Methuselah for what I'm fairly certain because I was watching was a full two or three minutes. Well done. Don't let anyone ever say that you did not earn your place in kindred kind. That is not an easy feat. And not one that many say that they've accomplished. So, have pride. Not a lot. She says, looking directly at the crucifix around your neck. It's like, right, that's a sin. Hang on. <laughs> Reasonable pride. Well, yeah, I have one trick, but uh, it seems to work okay. I say looking directly at Cat. So, announcements to be made? Yes. Yes. Okay. The lot of you follow her onto basically the main stage of the ground floor, uh, just sort of a small alcove area that she's able to get the attention of everybody and um, get her um, message across. And Guillaume is um, making his way around trying to get everybody ushered into this meeting space. And uh, the thing that you notice Question for the group. Would you have stood with Simone or stayed in the crowd? Uh, Guire would have vanished into the crowd. Everyone else can take the stage if they feel like, but the assassin is not exactly going to be in the spotlight ever. You know, I'm, I'm also... I'm not... 
I don't like having a target on my back. Um, I just be like up in the front row, so like within sight of the person. She, so that when she calls on you to announce your your ascendancy, you could be yeah, exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> like have a clear um, route so I don't trip. I'll be right back. I am actually going to go find Corinna. Okay. Uh, see if I can pull her aside before announcement time. Okay. There is a few minutes of time that you can have. Um, and she is currently just chatting with a gentleman. Um, he seems to be writing down everything she says. Okay. So as you, right. sorry, go ahead. As you approach, cousin, Rena, uh, could I have a moment of your time? I don't. Of course, uh, on my desk Monday. Thank you. And I will pull her off into a side room. I thought you may want to know that through very fortunate twists of fate regarding this whole thing that's been going on. Um, been able to maneuver it in such a way that it sounds like uh, uh, our good prince will be without the level of blood magic expertise advisement that she normally has. Thought this might be an opportunity for us as a family. Hmm. You've been here longer. You have infrastructure in place that can utilize it utilize it better. And more importantly, you are away from you. You you are you are more removed from the decision that Simone will be making. It might be worth spending some time around our prince. And should she have questions regarding? Should she have concerns regarding? thaumaturgical situations offering what advice you can might be good for the family take that into consideration uh we should get back this the, the announcements are about to be made shortly mm. and will you join me of course you two mingle into the crowd a bit and you get sort of a um, middle of the crowd spot. And Simone takes Gu her seat. Guire and Azra are in, as is tradition for assassins, the highest vantage with the best view. Easy enough. Thank you all for coming today. Um, I know this is um, rather unorthodox me sending out the invitation, but um, certain people needed to be here tonight. As for the rest of you who 
simply meandered in, um, you know where to find the door. I'm joking, I'm joking. Levity aside, there has been a number of goings on over these past few nights, and it has been interesting to say the least. Eyes have been opened and <coughs> stories have been told. Things have been confirmed and people have been seen in new lights. This is why at this time I would like Elena Monroe uh, Moreau to come to the stage with me, please. There's a sort of a hushed murmur that goes through the crowd as Elena in a floor-length red dress makes her way to the stage. Elena, you have been found guilty of treason. And you have been found guilty of giving away not only clan secrets, but conspiring with Zip Sabat. And on top of that, complete and total control of another. Something I do not find amenable. You'll not be put to death, you'll not be banished. However, from this moment forward, you are no longer primogen of Clan Toriador. Once again, there's that hushed murmur that goes through the crowd, and she holds up a hand. I love you like a sister. Love you like a friend. And if you ever want your title back, you'll have to work a damn, damn hard time to get it back. Please join the rest of the cattle. And there's this awkward moment this power exchange between the two of them as they just lock eyes and stare at each other. And after about 30 seconds wordlessly, Elena turns around and this is when the entire audience can see the two trickles of blood coming from the corners of her eyes. That being said, that means the seat for Toriador Primogen needs filled. I have already made my selection over these past few nights, and one shining star has risen to the accolades I feel are important. And 
she has went above and beyond to prove her loyalty and to assist in ways that I cannot even explain to the rest of you. Mercy Ransom, will you please join me? I do. There is, there isn't even a hushed silence this time, like a, a hushed murmur. It is complete. You could hear, you can hear the cars outside. And she will look at you and smile and she will hold out her wrist again. I take it. And uh, after you draw your one blood point, you feel that gentle press on your forehead again. As she pulls you up and then licks her wound closed. Congratulations, Mercy. You are one step away from being blood bonded to the prince. Oh, wow. I believe even even a two stage of the bond has effects, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. One oh, yeah. stage even has effects. Uh, where do I put that? Oh, you can put it in your notes. Yeah, one stage you start to feel emotional connections. Two stages, there's that attachment feeling. Ah. Which can go away. It it goes away on its own. It it becomes less um, obsessional and more just uh, duty bound. But there is that awkward swimming moment of I want to do everything I can to protect this individual. And she uh looks at you and then pulls out a fang, pricks her thumb, and just wipes it clean across your forehead in a straight line. Let it be heard and let it be so. Mercy Ransom, congratulations on becoming the new Toreador Primogen. May your reign be strong and unchallenged, she says, looking at Elena. For the briefest of seconds. Thank you, my prince. I will do my best. She points back to the audience. Now, <clears throat> there's one last piece of very important announcement. Um, I have not been in contact with, and there has been no contact with, Madame Morgan Saint-Julien for the past two nights. This is not a blood hunt, simply a wellness check. Anyone who can find her and bring her to me alive. We'll get a boom. One single boom. 
means said. If you need to injure her to get her here, do so. That is it. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Elysium. And she walks off rather quickly. And there's just sort of this hesitation from the crowd. And then there are a few people that start coming up and congratulating you, Mercy. Um, the thing that you notice is that you, after the initial shock and everything is going, you look up and Elena's fucking gone. There is no sign of that red dress anywhere. And so in the last scene of the night, our camera shifts to a warehouse in the central business district. District, as I can say that word. A figure roughly between five foot six and five foot ten of feminine build. with long braided black hair wearing a simple white button down shirt tucked into black jeans enters said warehouse against the far wall chained to it is a recognizable Nine-foot-tall, white-skinned, winged beast. As our mystery figure makes her way to the back, <clears throat> the creature stirs in an obvious state of what can only be described as pure and utter exhaustion. She makes her way up to it. She smiles and pats Bailabog on the face. Well, honey, I don't think we're done. And if the little Lasombrat is going to be dead, then uh, somebody else has to pick up the reins. Let's burn this city to the ground. And that is where we will end for the night. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.